0: one day, I just threw away my life as Scarlet. I threw away my hair, my clothes, my makeup, all my shoes, my dresses, my jewelry, my earrings. I mean, I just threw it in a dumpster and I was like, I just don't want to become Scarlet. And so, my life just transitioned away from that. Real life starts now.
1: This is Hi, this is Evangelist Don Welcome to The Real Life Radio Show, where we're gonna to talk to real people who had real problems, who found answers in a real God. Now lately, we've been talking about if someone who is transgender could ever change and become cisgender. That means basically the opposite of transgender. Transgender people tend to feel like they were born in the wrong body. In a sense, they feel like they were born as the wrong sex. So like this, males feeling like they were really females, and vice versa. Now, cisgender is the exact opposite, just people who they're males and they feel like they should be males and vice versa. So basically, majority of individuals are cisgender. But on our last show, we heard from Jeffrey McCall, who had same-sex attraction at the age of 12, and he told us that he expressed that attraction by dating and having homosexual sex since the age of 15. He described how that lifestyle was never fulfilling, and neither were the drugs that he was dabbling into as well. He shared with us that he started off doing drag queen shows, and he had a stage named as Scarlet, and over time, he desired and believed that he was a woman, and his whole purpose and direction was to change and become a permanent woman. So, he aggressively pursued gender reassignment surgery, but in the process, went through some hard times, hitting rock bottom. He started listening to church messages in secret to get encouragement. Today, he's going to talk about how something stopped him from having that surgery. He found a spiritual answer that changed his life forever. Jeffrey, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being on the show, Jeffrey. We are learning so much. Let's pick up where we last left off. So you're getting out of this psych ward from feeling depressed and suicidal. What happened next?
0: Yeah, so after I got out of the hospital, I just kind of jumped back into the same things I was doing. I really wanted to start living my life as fully as Scarlet, and I wanted to have the surgeries, but I didn't have the funds at that time. So I was just going from one guy to another, dating some older men, even though I thought may pay for some of the surgeries and things just progressed with my life as Scarlet. And then one night in the spring of 2016 was when I had the encounter with God.
1: Oh, wow. You had an encounter with God. Before we talk about that, Before your encounter, I understand you were so driven to get the money for the surgeries that you got to the point of prostituting yourself as Scarlett. Did you find a lot of other transsexuals doing similar things like prostitution?
0: Yeah, well, I can't speak for everyone, but I know that it has been commonplace with transsexuals Mm. and some transgenders to live a life very promiscuous and put themselves out there. And I know that I did kind of hard also to work a regular job when you're transitioning because mm. you haven't transitioned. So you're going by one name, your ID may say another. So there's multiple factors in it and also just the bullying or other type of verbal abuse you would get in public. Mm. So I know that as I was in graduate school and living in Scarlet, I just would be drunk, messed up on drugs and would just sell my body for money or oh. just go out with guys who basically I knew they were paying for everything that I was doing and going all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it was paid for back from me and sex. So Mm. I prostituted myself very much so.
1: Hmm. That must have been so hard for you personally. So there you are prostituting yourself, trying to make this all work. And then you found yourself secretly listening and watching that pastor on TV. And you had a life changing experience with God himself. Tell us what happened.
0: Yes. I had an encounter where I was actually in my apartment. I had a one bedroom apartment. I lived alone and I was there one night alone. And I remember I was like walking into my bedroom and I was just weeping. It was very late at night. I was by myself and I just started crying out to God. You know, I grew up in church and stuff, but my thought and version of God was like, he's up there and I'm here. And even if I believe in him or believe of him, like he doesn't communicate really, you know? And so I just laid down on my bed and I was weeping. And I just said, God, I know that there are people who truly live for you. Something in their life changed. I said, not just go to church. I said, something changed in their life. People that shouldn't have hope and joy and love and peace and all these things, they have it because something real happened in their life. And I said, God, I know there's people out there like that. I believe they are. But I said, will I ever be? Like, it came out of my mouth. And I was just like, God, will I ever live free? And all of a sudden, all my thoughts went silent. Everything was still and just peace. And my thoughts just bowed down when he spoke. And he spoke so clear across my mind. I heard a voice strong say, yes, you will live for me. It was strong. It was clear. Uh It was so clear. And when he spoke, you don't have to be told that it's God. And you know, in your heart and your spirit and your soul, you know, that the person that created you in your mother's womb spoke to you. Uh And he said, yes, you will live for me. And that's all he said. He didn't say anything else. And I had been weeping. So I was kind of like, almost in a little shock, like, what? Why would he, (laughs) you know, I didn't even know for sure he was real. And now he's speaking. He spoke to me. Yes, I will live for him. And even though that was all he said, he said I would live for him. So there was this part of me that like, all of a sudden had hope.
1: Wow. Hope is what you needed. Hope in a living God. I love it when God answers to someone who's really calling out to him. It sounds like you received Christ into your life. Like you started accepting him and his presence. Did this encounter change anything in your life for real?
0: Yeah, so things just began to change and I started questioning things and I started feeling like a conviction on things that I was believing and doing. And after graduate school was done, I moved back to Nashville and I was continuing living as Scarlet, even after this encounter and just promiscuous and doing the same thing. And then just one night I was like, I have to move to Georgia with my dad and like get away from everything. And I need an internal change. I just knew. I could not continue to live like this. And that summer, I was at a lake house with my dad and his friend, and this overwhelming feeling came over me to be baptized again. And it was just such a heavy presence. And so I did. I asked them to baptize me that day. They drove me in a boat out to an island on the lake, and they
1: baptized me that day. And
0: my life just continued to move forward.
1: That is crazy. So like, you're at one moment, Scarlett, heading to make that permanent. And then you're now coming to know Christ and getting baptized. That is crazy. And it's really unbelievable what some people would say, but it happened. Tell me, what about the surgeries you are saving up for?
0: Yeah, so like my mind started changing on it. And one day, it was in June of 2016, I threw away my life as Scarlet. I threw away my hair, my clothes, my makeup, all my shoes, my dresses, just everything that I had, all of my stuff, like jewelry, my earrings. I mean, I just threw it in a dumpster and I was like, I just don't want to become Scarlet. Like, there's something about Jeffrey and me being Jeffrey. That God created me to be. God didn't make a mistake. He created me as Jeffrey. And so that's how my life just transitioned away
1: from that. Whoa, that is a huge deal, Jeffrey. That is like serious revival repentance happening in your life right then and there. Not Scarlett, but Jeffrey. But you know, you're going to get 100% fulfillment in transitioning to be a woman, at least so you thought at the time. Did coming to know God fulfill you 100% at all?
0: You know, I found that fulfillment in Jesus Christ, and I found out that no one died for me but Him, not a man, not a woman, not my parents, not my family, not my friends, not pastors, even that I looked up to that Jesus Christ of Nazareth in Jerusalem years ago, that He died for me and for all of my sin, and that He said, I'll lay it on myself. I'll take up all of your life. I love you that much, and what I realized is That was a love that no one in the whole world could offer me, and it was the deepest form of love. Sacrificial love is the deepest form of love, and he sacrificed himself for me, so I'm falling in love with him more every day, and he teaches me, and he grows me, and there's no greater love also than, you know, falling in love and learning the love of God, because it's a love. It is unlike anything the world could give you, and so that's what I'm passionate about and follow, and am I all the way there? Of course not. I have so much to learn and grow in, so much even more to experience of Him.
1: Holy cow. This is an amazing reality. God changed your life, Jeffrey. He fulfilled you and made you cisgender, which is simply amazing. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for opening up and sharing your message and also your understanding of the events that took place in your life. We so appreciate you for sharing.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Be right back. Lots to talk about right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Onlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to awakeningthenations.com. That's awakeningthenations.com. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? As I'm hearing Jeffrey's story, it is no longer about transgenderism, but it's about being content and fulfilled. Jesus fulfilled Jeffrey's life. He's no longer seeking to become a woman. He's no longer seeking to become Scarlet. And what a change has occurred in his life. I'm so proud of him because it isn't easy for someone, who's about to get a sex change, to suddenly change their mind and then seek Jesus instead. But it seems like a great way. How does this Jesus bring about this fulfillment? Well, let's look at what ancient scripture says in John chapter 6, verses 50-51. He says, This is the bread which comes down from heaven, that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, He will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. According to this passage, Jesus has or is the bread of life from heaven. You know, we all hunger deep inside our souls for something. Don't you? We all think that it's going to be some dream we'll fulfill and we'll fulfill our souls. Some think it's money, riches, fame, acceptance from others. Some think and feel like that if they get a sex change, they will feel fulfilled. But we are hearing from Jeffrey the truth. The pursuit of transgenderism is empty, just like all the other things of this world. But Jesus is the true bread of life, that if you know Him and you consume Him into your soul, you will be fulfilled with everlasting life. Lord Jesus, we're calling out to you, especially for the person who feels unfulfilled, God. Maybe it's transgenderism, maybe it's money, whatever it is, or God, we lay it at your feet. We receive you. We believe in you. Give us the fulfillment we need in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook
0: and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.